Hello, everyone. Hello. It's called White Cast Time. And we're recording in person again. Every once in a while, we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, this will. We're going to go ahead and skip the anime news. Oh, by the way, I'm Candace. Yes, and I'm Tyler. <laughs> it's Kawaii Cast. That's. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and skip the anime news segment, and instead we're going to replace it with the fact that we just got back from the movie theaters and we went to go see the first episode of the new Demon Slayer season. Yep. Yeah. Which, uh, if you did not go to the theaters and see this, you're going to have to wait a month. Yep, you'll have to wait till beginning of April, I believe. <laughs> Sucks to be you. Yeah. Also, this was a really good experience to see in theaters. If it's still running by the time this episode goes out... I do recommend going and get tickets for it. I know a lot of people were feeling like, sorry about the noise, it's the podcat. Yeah, poor podcat. He's He's a bit stuffy. Got a little bit of a cold. Yeah. So if you hear a weird, like... Snorty sound. Yeah, Yeah. if you hear goblin noises, it's it's podcat. I'm sorry. Ah, down you go. But yeah, so if it is still playing by the time this episode goes up, I do recommend seeing it in the theaters. I know a lot of people weren't going to go see it in theaters because it's the last two episodes of the last season plus the first episode of the new season, and a lot of people were like, oh, is that really worth going to see in the movie theaters? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it absolutely fucking was. One, because the last two episodes of the last season were like the budgets out the window episodes, which was really cool to see on the big screen. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm still... Uh, 90% sure they took the budget from uh, their other projects to, mm-hmm. to dump into this. Yep. Everybody's just like, wow, how does UFO Table have such an unlimited budget? It's like they don't. They're <laughs> siphoning off of the Token Rambu movie. Exactly. They're just like, if we postpone the Token Rambu movie until Demon Slayer's over, then we can keep funding the show. Uh, yep. And the first episode was also absolutely incredible. So I was nervous because the first episode of season two, I felt like even though it was an hour long, same situation. I remember watching the, or watching that first episode and being like, that wasn't an hour. It did, did not yeah. feel like an hour. <laughs> it was kind of disappointing. But this one, it felt like an hour. It was a really good premiere to the new season. They covered a lot of information, introduced a lot of new characters, and the opening song has a lot of spoilers in it. Um, can I just say, I really liked the way that they did this in theaters. Mm-hmm. Because they did start it off with, like, a recap of the entire show. Like, it, yeah. wasn't, a, it wasn't a narrated recap, you know, <laughs> but it, it kind of did, like, little flashbacks. You yeah. You know, it was like, it kind of showed Tanjiro... You know, before he became a demon slayer, it kind of did a flashback of, you know, when when Nezuko turned, um, and it like, you know, so so it did it did do a little bit of a recap for the entire series leading up to where it was a nice little off. montage, yeah. <laughs> it, it was the perfect little montage of the last two seasons, and. I liked that each part of the montage, the first one was the first opening song. Uh, the Mugen Train was the opening theme to the Mugen Train arc. And then the third one, I was like expecting the opening song again, but instead they just played like some of the battle music. And that's because then we got to see the actual opening from season two. 
on the big screen, so. Yeah, um, I mean, normally I like my montages to come within the flavor of, to the song of Eye of the Tiger, mm-hmm. but they did a really good job. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this was a really, really good theater experience. Uh, the best part about this is that the entire first scene of the new season is just, you know, all the upper moons now having their board meeting. You know, the this could have been an email situation. And I swear to God, they knew they were going to release this in theaters because, like, a character will say something. They're just like, exposition dialogue. And then the camera will just jump to some random spot in this dimension. It'll go, <laughs> you know, the, like famous movie theater boom sound. Yeah. And it did that every other line. <laughs> I swear to God. Characters just be like, something dramatic. Boom. It did it like at least four or five times. It was, it was fun. It was yeah. a good experience. <laughs> but like, the the way you were talking, you, you mentioned earlier, like it seems like they just don't even have a budget for these things. Like, mm-hmm. holy crap wrap that scene the the what did they call it the the infinite uh fortress or whatever yeah oh my god <laughs> that was intense mm-hmm. like they put a lot into it yeah and like coming from somebody that read that scene in the manga where it's like i think that area in the or that whole entire section of the manga was like a few pages <laughs> but i was really impressed with just how they handled the entire scene particularly like a lot of the bickering between the upper moons and we got to see upper moon one and i'm just so excited now that the anime onlys are gonna be like oh my god it's tanjiro's dad and manga readers are gonna be like no i swear to god it's not tanjiro's dad (laughs) that's all we're gonna hear or people say it's Tanjiro's ancestor. It's it's not. I promise. It's way it's way better than that. All right. Just we won't find out the truth about this character for a while. But it's that's all it's we're like, gonna hear. It's like it's like at least three seasons away. Actually, I think we only have three seasons after this, if that. So we have the um, sword training arc, which is this current season, and then. We have the training arc, which I don't know if the training arc will even be like a full arc. Honestly, I think they could even make that one a movie like they did with Mugen Train. And then we have the final arc. Okay, but what about the tournament arc? There's no tournament arc. What? Yeah. Shonen, the, shonen without a tournament arc? I don't believe it. I will say the final season kind of feels like a tournament arc. <laughs> okay. The final season is just everybody's now at the peak of their skill and shit is going down so now everybody just has to fight each other until one side's completely dead no more hiding in the mountains no more hiding in other realities no more sneak attacks and one person kills our hashira the other side kills our upper moon no more of that shit the final arc is just all the cards are on the table this is a fucking war Sounds exciting. Which is why the final arc does feel a bit rushed, but it will be good. Except I think a lot of people were disappointed. If they draw out the final arc the same way they drew out the fucking Infinity Fortress scene, yeah. It'll be really good. It's going to be really good. It'll be really good. So 
I know that a lot of people were disappointed with how rushed the ending was, but that's because there were personal issues going on with the mangaka. I think Ufu Table could polish that up. Because, like I said, even, like, the whole, like, Tengen fight that we got to see in theaters that was, like, part of the finale of the last season, that was literally a page in the manga. It's intense. <laughs> that was, like, half an episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so that was our experience tonight. And we were just going to dedicate an entire episode to this. Except we changed our mind for two reasons. One, it's only one episode of Demon Slayer. So I feel like... We've, we've without, kind of already covered everything. Yeah, without spoiling anything, we're kind of... That's all we could really talk about. Because everything else would be major spoilers. Two, the Crunchyroll Award winners were announced today the day that we're recording yes we didn't watch the Crunchyroll awards it's actually the first year we didn't watch because it was airing at, at like, like 1 a.m yeah <laughs> so I'm, i mean i was awake at that time but i was not yeah, yeah. I, I was not awake for that so yeah there we got podcast noises going on <laughs> So, yeah, so we didn't get to watch this at all, but I did wake up to the results, and we just decided instead of doing this the normal way we do the Crunchyroll Award winner episode, where we try to put on a whole show, we tell you guys we're dressed up in a dress and tie, we're all formal event style, even though we never have. Really. I mean, I mean, I got my bow tie on. Yeah. Why you, don't you? I, it's, it's in the wash. Anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we, we always sell you guys on this idea that we are all dressed to the nines. We never are, but we tell you guys we are anyway. Set the mood. Uh, and then we always do the whole, like, and the nominees are. And the winner is. We always try to sell, you know, spiel it up for you guys. But we're both a little bit salty. Uh, yes. Also, before we get into this, uh, just mentioning you, you were talking if it's... Demon Slayer is still in theaters when this episode airs? Yeah. If you're gonna go, bring a blanket. It's the best decision <laughs> of my life. Yeah. Bring a blanket. It's I, so good. I wore my Sabito Haori, and it's like a blanket that you wear. <laughs> it's not quite as fuzzy, but it kind of has like that nice soft, like flowy material. I like it. So, and I just wore my hoodie under the Haori, so it was really cozy. It's a blanket with sleeves. <laughs> not quite, but I do kind of want... <laughs> I, have you seen those ones, the wearable blankets? They're not, like, the Snuggies, but, like, it's a full, like, hoodie, but it's made out of, like, Sherpa. Yeah. I want one. Those those look so comfortable. <laughs> I, I, want I, I want one of the ones that's just, like, massively oversized. Yeah. You know, like, the ones that I can, like tuck my legs up under yeah. you know and like just so I'm like curled up in the fetal position inside this giant hoodie yeah see I've never wanted a snuggie before but I want those they're just massive giant hoodies made of Sherpa and yeah. I want them anyway anyways so I already saw the results for the Crunchyroll Awards so I'm gonna pretend to be surprised as we read them off but I'm not I I uh googled and pulled it up, and, but like I haven't looked over everything. But I did see winner of anime of the year. Yeah. So like I've I've been I've seen a couple. Yeah, and by the time this episode goes up, the winners have already been posted for like almost a full week at this point. Yeah. 
But, like I said, we'll pretend to be surprised, but we're not going to do the whole award show spiel because good good for Crunchyroll staff for getting to go to Japan and do this in Japan and be with all the different, like, anti-tubers and influencers out there. But I really do think that since a majority of the people that care about this, like, show are Western fans, they really should have done, like, what like Critical Role does where they pre-record it and then edit it and then post it on Twitch. Yeah. I think that would have been better than just airing it at 1.30 in the morning. Yeah. Um, so do we just want to go start from the bottom and work our way all the way up to the top to the anime of the year? Yeah, or, we could do that. Or do we just want to skip anime of the year, go all the way down, and then do anime of the year last? Now we'll go We'll go from the bottom up, and we'll just salt. So this is a salt episode. So welcome back to the origins of this podcast. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get started. Uh, we'll, we'll take turns announcing each category and winner. Again, we won't build it up for you guys, but... Yeah. Do you want to go first, or should I? Uh, I'll have you go first. All right. So, uh... First up, we've got Best Voice Acting Performance in English, um, and the winner is uh, Zach Aguilar for David Martinez in Cyberpunk Edge Runners. I have not watched Cyberpunk Edge Runners, so I don't have a lot of opinions on his particular performance. I need to. That's that's one that I really need to. But I was really, really hoping that uh, ProZD would have taken this one. Because he did a really good job as Kage. Yeah. So. Already starting with a little bit of salt. I won't go too salty too soon. But. There... Gotta got sprinkle it on there. Like salt bay and then just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then you gotta start bringing in the truckloads. Yeah, you start as salt bay and you work your way to Reagan, alright? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> alright, moving on to best voice acting performance in Japanese. The winner was Yuki Kaiji as Aaron Yeager in Attack on Titan Season 2 Part 2 Electric Boogaloo. Oh, yeah. I will say I do think this one's fair. Uh, I really, really liked Yuki's performance in this season. I think he has really pushed this character to very extreme limits. Not too upset about this one. Yeah. So I did kind of want Faru's eye who played Jolene to win this one because she did an incredible job as Jolene. Mm -hmm. But I actually kind of would have rather Jolene's English voice actor get nominated as opposed to her Japanese because I do think the dub was actually better for JoJo's. Yeah. So, but with that, yeah, I do think Yuki Kaiji was a really good voice actor for this. And this was really the one category I wanted Attack on Titan to win. Okay. So. All right, that's fair. Um, Next up is Best Romance Anime. And I'm going to drop the salt immediately because it was Kaguya-sama. And, well, didn't Kaguya-sama already win? It did. Romance, like, guys, come on. Yeah. It, it shouldn't have even been nominated. Um, not to mention, there was fucking My Dress Up Darling as a nominee. Like, really? Yeah. You know, and, and I do love Kaguya. It's a great show. But there are other alternatives, and Kaguya had already won. Yeah, I haven't even watched this anime. Uh, Komi can't communicate, but I felt like that one should have been a strong contender. 
That one, that one's good. I feel that one's more of a comedy than a romance, though. Because, you could argue that with Kaguya-sama, Because, like, the romance aspect of Komi haven't gotten into the anime yet. Yeah, you can make that argument with uh, Kaguya, though, is that it is more of a comedy than a romance. It's a rom-com. I mean, almost all of the ones on this list were rom-coms, except for Shiki Morty's Not Just a Cutie. Yeah. And even that one is kind of a comedy, but it's kind of a boring comedy. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, you tell they were trying to be funny, but it wasn't. But yeah, I'm a little bit salty about Kaguya as well, uh, for one other reason. So the Kaguya movie dropped this month in theaters. Mm-hmm. It was only for Valentine's Day. Which is kind of dumb. Yeah, I wanted to buy tickets for it, but literally that was the weekend we were going to Vegas, and I couldn't get the time off, and I had to work, and all of the screenings were during a time I had to be at my job. <laughs> so I get the whole, like, oh, it's Valentine's Day, go see Kaguya-sama. Like, I get it, but I think there's a lot of people that wanted to see that movie and not have to commit to seeing it on Valentine's Day. Yeah. So I was a bit upset about that. So I was already pretty salty with Kaguya-sama. Congrats to it, I guess, though. No. <laughs> this is one the whole internet has been salty about today. I have seen nothing but people bitching about this one in particular. So speaking of the event that we just went to, <laughs> the winner for Best Fantasy Anime was Demon Slayer Kimitsu no Yaiba Entertainment, Arc, uh, Entertainment District Arc. So... Yeah, I I love all of the passion that people are putting into ragging on this one winning because it's one it's not a fantasy. It's a battle shonen. Two, look at the nominee list. We had Made in Abyss, Fantastic Masho- Fantasy. Yeah, Mashoko Tensei, which has never Sol- won anything. Solid fantasy. Yeah, I don't like Mashoko Tensei, but I'm shocked that one didn't win. Overlord. That is definitely a fantasy. Ranking of Kings. That is much more of a fantasy than fucking Demon Slayer. And the case study of Vanitas. I haven't watched that. I haven't watched it, but the people I know who are a fan of that series are like diehard fans. They're like, they claim that that anime is like the ultimate sleeper anime of the year. They're just like, this is the one that nobody watched and everybody should have watched. So, I'm shocked. The only reason I can think of Demon Slayer winning is it's the most palatable anime on this list. But that doesn't make it the best anime on this uh, list. That's that's fair. I can I can agree with with that reasoning. Yeah. It it's it's it, bullshit. Yeah. And like literally with how many people are disagreeing with it, I don't know how it won. I really don't. I don't know who's out there voting for these at this point. I know that in previous years, they kind of had it like where part of the votes, like the votes part counted for part of it, but then they also had a panel of judges that could basically be the deciding factor. So it wasn't just like the normie awards. I really do think they need to push that kind of system a bit better. I do not like this people's choice system well here's the fucking problem is they're they're getting 
normie judges, okay? Sorry, fuck you, okay? Well, like, I think they just eliminated uh, the judge element altogether this did, year. Did, that that would explain these winnings. Yeah. God. I think this is purely people's choice this year, and it just doesn't fucking work. Because we just see anime that deserve to get wins get completely shunned, and then anime that we love Demon Slayer, obviously we spent money to go see it in theaters... But it shouldn't have won this category. Yeah. And it's only won this category because of its popularity. There are things that Demon Slayer deserved to win. This wasn't it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, with that, moving on to best drama. Best drama. Uh, guess who the winner was? Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Uh. This one wouldn't have bothered me. No, if, no, I'm I'm still fucking salty that Licorice Recoil wasn't part of the nomination. It should like, have been. That was absolutely a drama. I don't yeah. care what anyone says, Licorice Recoil was a drama. This wouldn't have bothered me, this win, if it weren't for the nominee list. We had 86. Cyberpunk, I don't know, that one's hard to judge. Uh, Don Stonst on a score, which was my personal vote for this. I made my argument in our episode where we talked about the nominee lists. Dance Dance Dinosaur was the best drama of the year. You cannot change my mind. Kotaro Lives Alone, which is another one that people swear was like a major sleeper anime. And Made in Abyss, which I am shocked that one didn't just win. Yeah. Honestly. We didn't get a chance to watch Made in Abyss this year, but... Oh my god, I am shocked. Like... Yeah, Attack on Titan's great. I'm glad Attack on Titan's getting recognition for being as good as it is. But this really is a popularity competition at this point. It's not about quality. It's not about how important the series is or why people love it. It's just about, like, who do people want to win? And it's annoying. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. I love Attack on Titan. I will probably go see that one when they eventually announce the movie in theaters. It's... Again, it, it has a lot of things that it does right. The nominees on this list were much better. Yeah. And Downstone's Dinosaur was also a MAPPA anime! Oh my god! <laughs> you can't even be like, well, MAPPA's goaded. They're both MAPPA! <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh... All right, moving on to best. Moving on to best comedy anime. The winner is Spy Family. Spy by Family. And I, uh, I can, I can accept this result. This one's fine. It's but okay. We, we all know that the superior comedy was Uncle from Another Uncle World. Uncle from let's, Another World. Let's not kid ourselves on this one. I was kind of expecting your your boy Kong Min to take this one. Actually, another one that we didn't get to watch, but I could not see people stop talking about this anime. Everybody was like, "Your boy Kong Min was amazing." But, yeah, I'm not too shocked this Spy Family won. I know that one of the discords I'm a part of, everybody was basically just, like, talking about who they were voting for. And a lot of people were just like, I just refuse to vote for Spy Family for any category because it got nominated for everything and it doesn't deserve to win everything. I am happy that Kaguya didn't take both. I, but... I refuse to vote for Spy Family because it got nominated for everything. And that's not, and it doesn't deserve to win everything. 
proceeds to vote for Demon Slayer for everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do feel like one of the biggest issues this year was the fact that we kept seeing, like, just six anime get ev nominated for every single series. And we did talk about that in our nomination episode. But yeah. this isn't the worst result. But, like I said, I do think Uncle From Another World and Yo Boy Kong Mean were kind of standout comedies this year, in my opinion. Yeah. So, moving on. Best action. Winner is Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. See, this one I feel like is at least more palatable than best uh, drama. Or what was it? Best, yeah, best, best fantasy. Best fantasy. Yeah, I I think this wasn't more palatable. Because like I said, this is a battle shonen. And we were absolutely raving about the fact that we got to see Tengen's fight in theaters. It was an incredible fight. Ufo Table absolutely knocked it out of the park. I do think that anyone on this list, except for Spy Family, really could have just taken this and I would have been happy. So I'm not too upset about this winner. I, yeah. I think there's people that are definitely this, going this, to be upset about this, this one winning. This one's good. I can, I can agree with this one. Yeah. It's not who I voted for. I voted for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but I, I'm actually pretty happy. I am happy that Demon Slayer beat Attack on Titan. Yeah. In this category, because Attack on Titan has not had a lot of action in part two of season final part. All this parts, the half se of this. Se sec section five, subsection B. Clause A, yeah. <laughs> it did not have a ton of action. <laughs> a lot of it was exposition and build up. There were a few good action scenes in it, and I think if we had just dissected specific scenes, Attack on Titan could have had a good running for it. But as a whole, the Entertainment District arc of Demon Slayer was top tier. Some of the best actually we've had in Demon Slayer so far, and that includes Mugen Train. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just happy to beat Attack on Titan. Uh, moving on to the next two categories, which are basically the same at this point. <laughs> right. Uh, the best must-protect-at-all-costs anime character, Anya Forger, I kind of called this one. I I'm not surprised. Yeah, like, I I knew she was going to win. Like look looking at the other ones, yeah, she she kind of owned it. Yeah, the only two characters on the list that I think could have beaten Anya on this, and I knew they weren't going to, was either Boji from Ranking of Kings or Kage from Ranking of Kings. Yeah, because I think that both of them were absolute must-protect-at-all-costs characters, but it was obviously going to be Anya. Yeah. The moment you see her on the nomination list, it was the it was her category specifically. Right. Uh, and then kind of the same thing, best supporting anime character, winner also Anya. I feel like she shouldn't have been nominated for this one. I think that's my biggest beef with this. I'm pretty sure I mentioned it in our nomination episode, but I feel like Anya should not have been nominated for this one. Yeah. Uh, my two favorite characters from this... Uh, I think Rebecca actually should have had a good shot. I haven't watched uh, Cyberpunk yet, but Rebecca's really popular. Mm -hmm. uh, Kage would have been a really good one. I actually preferred Kage being nominated for this one as opposed to the must-protect-at-all-costs. I felt like this was more his category. Yeah. But my personal choice, and this was actually the one thing I voted for with Demon Slayer, was actually uh, Tengen. Because I felt like Tengen was 
the selling point of the Entertainment District arc. Yeah. And I felt like he absolutely carried that entire arc better than any other character on this list. Yeah. So, yeah, that's this is the only category I really wanted Demon Slayer to win, and it's the one that Demon Slayer did not win. So Of course. I really do think Anya should not have been nominated. I really think they should have just stuck with Yor, because Yor is on the list. Yeah. I think Yor made more sense. Yeah, and instead they did Anya and Yor, and... Uh, it's the double dipping that gets to me. Yep. I would have been happy if Kage was only in this category and if Anya was only in the other category. Yeah. That's how it should have been. Stop double dipping. I know that there was only like 12 anime this entire year, but God. <laughs> well, <laughs> sure seems like there were only about 12 that were worth watching. Yeah. Get a better fucking... Okay, Crunchyroll boasts about how they have more anime than any other platform, but they only promote like 12 shows. Yeah. Like these, and not, some of these shows aren't even on their platform. Right? Like Cyberpunk? Yeah. Cyberpunk's not, uh, Made in Abyss is not, Yo Boy Kong means not. Komi Can't Communicate is not. not. <laughs> yeah. So it's like... Crunchyroll, as, you have... As, as of uh, Star Ocean, JoJo's Adventure is not. It's not? Yeah. They... You're, if you're going to use your own award shows to promote anime and you're going to boast that you have the largest anime library of all time, why not use these awards as an opportunity to get some more of those niche anime's attention? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, especially because they do this whole thing where they're, like, on their shop, they'll be like, we're selling figures of all of the, like, nominees and stuff like that. This would be a really good opportunity to sell merchandise of some of the more niche shows that you can't unload that merchandise otherwise. Yep. Like, I just... It doesn't make sense. So, moving on to best main anime character, the winner, Eren Yeager. Eren Yeager. From... Attack on whatever fucking what final season means. Yeah. <laughs> Attack on the final season. A Attack on the definition of final season. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Again, I'm I'm pretty salty about this just because I think Aaron won last year. He won both. He, yeah. 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 He was best protagonist. I think he. No. No. He was not. He won best antagonist. He lost best protagonist. But he was obviously nominated for both. But, yeah, I, I do feel like this is double dipping. I don't like that he won this one. I don't like that he was nominated for this one. And I really liked the list otherwise. But also, okay. No, I like the list. I think Marion should have won. Yeah. I mean, Boji was my vote, but I think Marion should have won. So, I, I think this should have been... I would have loved to have seen a waifu character win best protagonist. Yeah, that would have been great. Yeah, I think she deserved it. I think she earned it. I think more people cared about her than Aaron. Obviously, I'm wrong, but... Fuck you, Aaron. <laughs> That's what everybody's got. Okay, I saw this thing where it's just like... You could tell a lot about a person by their opinion on Aaron Yeager. And they're like, if they agree with Aaron Yeager, you should probably fucking avoid them. And here's the thing, like, I 
I don't think that people are necessarily wrong for thinking that Aaron was backed into a corner and had no choice but to do what he's doing. But the irony of being a Jaegerist is that Aaron is not a Jaegerist. <laughs> Aaron doesn't agree with what Aaron is doing. <laughs> he's, he's the worst kind of person. <laughs> I don't agree with my actions. I'm going to continue to do them. It makes sense when you see the end of the show. And a lot of people were like, when they uh, read the end of the manga, they were just like, the ending was so terrible because Aaron went back on his own plan. That was the fucking point. He was just like, hey, genocide's not the answer. But I had to pretend like it was because we were backed into a fucking corner. I, I, I needed to become the world's enemy so my friends could become the world's heroes. Uh, Sorry if I spoiled the end of Attack on Titan for you guys. I I disagree. Genocide is the answer. <laughs> Thanos was right. <laughs> he didn't believe in genocide either. Only half and half. <laughs> Only half and half. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> yeah, Thanos was a dictator without the commitment, alright? <laughs> oh, I see how it is. Yep. But yeah, this should have been Marion. I wanted a waifu to win this category. Yeah. I also would have loved Boji to win this one, honestly. Yeah, pretty much. Like, there, there's good choices. And then there's Aaron Yeager. Yup. Aaron Yeager. <sighs> I like Attack on Titan, I really do. But fuck these awards. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Best Anime Director. Uh, winner was Haruo Sotozaki for Demon Slayer. Okay, I guess. I'm not in the know on, like, directors, so I I can't have a strong feeling on that. I think I think it's fair. Like, it's, it's fine. It... We did talk a lot about how Ufa Table does a really good job of, like, taking what is basically, like, a few pages of manga and turning it into, like, half an episode. And they do it in a way that doesn't feel, like, padded. It just genuinely feels like that's the full scene. Yeah. So I, I will give credit where credit's due. I don't know if any of these were my favorite directors of the year. I think they just... Went with a lot of, like, really obvious picks here. Yeah. So, and we gotta be salty again. Well, this one's... Eh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be salty about this one. Best anime song. The winner was The Rumbling by Sim from Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2. The Rumbling. I, I made this point. Okay, I was telling you guys this story, but I was in my friend's car, and then she had another friend in the car, and we... Most of us were drunk except for her. She was driving and she doesn't drink. But he was in the front seat and he puts on the rumbling on her radio and he's just like completely jamming out to it into the morning. And I'm just like, dude, I don't, I don't want to fucking listen to this. He's like, it's, it's Attack on Titan Sunday. We're listening to the fucking rumbling, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, whatever. It's not a song. <laughs> like, it's not a song you jam to. Oh my God. I... It's, like, literally my least favorite song of all of the Attack on Titan songs. And that includes the previous one, which was, like, a Nazi anthem. Okay, but also, like, 
didn't the their first song win like best OP or whatever? Like, yeah. Uh, I their can, first. I, I understand it's a different. It's a different song. I understand. Mm -hmm. But can we get something new? Yeah. Uh. Also, I don't know how this one won when New Genesis from the One Piece film Red was literally one of the ones nominated. Uh, excuse you. I think you're talking about Cheeky Cheeky Bonbon. Cheeky Cheeky Bonbon was great, too. Like, hell, comedy from Spy Family was great. My Nonfiction from Kaguya Summer Love is War was great. All of these are, like, absolute bops. And then the one that won is Rumbling! Rumbling! <laughs> is coming! Rumbling! <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> that sounds so awful. I would have been much happier if this was the ending song from the newest season, because I loved the ending song from Attack on Titan. It was so good. It was one of those things that would just stick with your memory for, like, days, and it was just... It was so much better than the rumbling. I'm sorry. No, effect to, no offense to Sim. I'm sure they're a great band, and it is more of a heavy metal thing, which is not my vibe. But... <laughs> So many bops. So many bops this year. Yeah, yeah. It just... It was... It was the rumbling. Yeah. That's... That's it. It's the rumbling. Rumbling. Yeah. Anyway. Next category. Uh... Is, is this my go? Yeah, this is my go. Best anime film. Winner was Jujutsu Kaisen. Zero. I guess I'm okay with that. I'm... I'm, I'm okay with it. Uh, it it, it should have been it Bell. Was, it was good. It definitely should have been Bell. Should have um, been Bell. <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen. Like, it was good. It was it was good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It was absolutely good. It just. It should have been Bell. It, it felt like it was more of a a series movie. Like yeah, like there, I feel like there should be a different. It should be a different category. Yeah. Like best movie. Like of series, a series film. Yeah. You know, like best series film. You know. I think it's fine that it won. I do it's, think that... It's, it's alright. I do think it got a higher budget than the main series did, and they did a really good job of conveying what was basically a pilot manga into a full film. I think it works, and I do think give credit where credit's due. It was an amazing film. Uh, it should have been Bell. Also, how did Bell not get nominated for Best Music? Yeah. 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 I'm going back to the music thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have been happy with Jujutsu Kaisen winning best film if Bell had won best music. I Yeah, I can I, agree with that. And That's... you can't give me the argument that, well, movies have a different budget for their music because the One Piece film was literally nominated for both categories. So the One Piece film music is allowed to get nominated. Then Bell's music should have been nominated. And I'm going to throw this out there. Bubbles music should have been nominated. Yeah. Because... All of that was great. The best part of Bubble was the music. <laughs> Notice Bubble didn't even make the fucking nomination list for best film because it really wasn't a good film. It was an hour and a half which, long music which, video. Which is hilarious because they also have the Deer King as the nominees. And, like, the Deer King was, like, Princess Mononoke, Mononoke Lights. Yeah, it it was Diet Princess it was, Mononoke. It, it wasn't it wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't great. I will give the Deer King at least the fact that it does feel like an indie Ghibli film. 
So I can appreciate it to that level, but yeah, like... I'm not upset about Jujutsu Kaisen Zero winning, honestly. I, I'm i pretty happy I, to win. I can accept it. I just think Bell should have been it the should winner. Have, it should have been Bell. Yeah. Uh, moving on to best anime score. You guys you guys know who won. Yeah. You know who yeah, won. you know. It should have been Bell. It was, it was, <laughs> it was Sawano. That's all you need to know. It is Sawano. Okay, that does, it does make me happy that it's Sawano. And I know exactly why it won. Because, okay, the, here's the thing. A lot of people were really complaining about the Attack on Titan final season scores. Because they're just like, it doesn't have the same impact as the previous seasons. Or people felt like they weren't using them in the right scenes. Well, the entire, from what I'm understanding, is the entire se- attack on questionable final season... Mm-hmm didn't have the same impact as the rest of the series. Yeah. So, of course, the music isn't going to have the same impact. But I know there was a lot of people that know a lot more about music than I do, basically coming up being like, they didn't feel like the music in the final season has been handled well at all. They're just like, the score is all over the place. It's not as polished or as good as the previous seasons. We're really upset about it, except for there was one scene where the music absolutely slapped and it was absolutely perfect and everybody's just like, this is classic Attack on Titan. But it was a song from the second season. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know how this one won when I saw so many music experts out there on the internet who are way more knowledgeable than I am basically saying that Attack on Titan Final Season was not handling its music well. I feel like it's a popularity contest. Yeah. That's all this is. It's just a popularity contest. Yeah. Should have been Kevin Perkin from Made in Abyss. Honestly. Y'all just don't know shit. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. I'm going to solve the next one too, but I'm going to let you read it. Uh, Best anime ending sequence. And the winner was Comedy for Spy Family. Yep. I do like this ending a lot. Uh, this is the one that Attack on Titan should have won. <laughs> this is the one Attack on Titan should have won. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Akuma no Ko from Attack on Titan. This is the one it should have won. It's also a callback to the first ending song in season one. It was so brilliant. It was so good. They literally were just like, remember that O or ED from way back, way back, the very first ED. It's literally the same ED, but from Eren's perspective instead of Mikasa's. It's brilliant. It was genius. It ties the whole series back to the beginning of the show. And like I said, the music just sticks with you, too. And everybody's like, no, Spy Family. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fuck, I think people just vote for the first thing that looks shiny to them. I don't know. I don't know what... I don't understand people. I don't. Uh, I say this one clearly should have gone to Call of the Night. Did you watch that, ED? Sure as hell didn't, but... <laughs> But it was something it was, different. It was clearly superior. It was something different, and I think that's fair. So yeah, I this is this is the one thing I wanted Attack on Titan to win. 
Uh, but f fuck me, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> and we're back! <laughs> we're all, back! It all circles back around <laughs> to the rumbling. <laughs> Best anime opening sequence, winner the rumbling from Attack on Titan. Did you guys not even watch Naked Hero from Ranking of Kings? I don't understand you guys. I don't. I I feel like at this point, nobody even counted the votes. I feel like they just got like the office cat to like walk across the keyboard and whatever the cat voted for were the winners. Ah, uh, yes. The, uh... <laughs> The Wizards of the Coast results <laughs> method. Just, how? I, I get it. Let's let's not listen to anyone and just do whatever we want. Yeah, I think that there was a computer glitch and the votes just disappeared, and they were like shit, and they just had an intern choose. I don't know. This doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Just just like with the ballots in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> recount. We demand a recount. <laughs> they, they can't recount it, Candace. Those votes were lost. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't understand. I don't. Am I the only person that watched the rumbling and wasn't just shook to my core? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, clearly, it wasn't rumbling your insides. <laughs> did, did, didn't rumble your Kokoro. Oh God, it was just edgy. God, you guys will fall for anything. <laughs> just just slap a, the Attack on Titan name on anything, and, and people will buy that Except shit. Except for the ending sequence, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> what makes you people happy? Just screaming? Is this I, what you want? I, I mean, at this point, I'm just convinced through our conversation alone that people were voting for the rumbling just as a meme. It feels like it. Holy shit. I just... This whole award show is just dude bros hanging out in the basement. Fuck. This, this award show feels like a circle jerk. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> That's that. That's that. I'll start talk about the rumbling for the rest of this episode, I promise. As, as long as it doesn't win anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Best animation. <laughs> the rumbling. God damn it. <laughs> uh, where are we? Whose turn was it? It's your turn. <laughs> Best continuing anime series. The winner was One Piece. Ooh. Which, okay. I heard the Wano arc was really good. It's it's One Piece, and, and I've heard a lot of people saying the Wano arc is fantastic. Yeah. So. Uh, one, one Piece. Uh, also, I'm 100% convinced that people did listen to our episode and heard me say that if you vote against One Piece, you're a transphobe. Yeah. Yeah, Crunchyroll Awards said uh, trans rights. So. Yep, there you go. And so did we. That's right. Yeah. Uh, best new anime series went to... <gasps> Spy Family. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's fair. Spy Family was, like, the most hype show this year. It's good. It, it's a good new series. It, it was the one that everybody was talking about and everybody was impressed with, so it's, it's fine. Yeah. I think all of the ones on the list were kind of just... 
in Spy Family Shadow at this point. Yeah. So moving on. Uh, best animation. Winner was Demon Slayer. That's fine. Uh, Ufo Table. We've already established. We've, we've already established Ufo Table is just they're they're siphoning off they're, the budget from their other anime. They're they're pretty much top tier animation at this point. Like they're they're the goat when I it do, comes to animation. I do feel like they should stop getting nominated for this category though because they've already <coughs> won it three times now. Yeah. So I think once you get your third win, you retire. Especially because the Swordsmith arc, one episode in, it's already topped its animation budget of the last season. <laughs> so yeah. I, I do think this one has won three times now. It's time to just let it let it sit with its trophies and just be content. Like it it just gets the honorable mention at this point. Yeah. So uh, moving on to best anime character design. Once again, it is going to Demon Slayer with the character designer being Akira Matsushima. Congratulations, Akira Matsushima. Uh, it's fine. Uh, That's fine. I I, guess. I really, I... really wanted this one to go to My Dress Up Darling or JoJo's Bizarre Adventure or Ranking of Kings or Cyberpunk. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. There were so I, many I good agree ones with on this all list. of those. All of those, I think, would have been. I don't know if I'd say better, but definitely on par with Demon Slayer. Yeah. Because don't get me wrong, Demon Slayer is definitely good character design. I just really, really liked all of the nominees. I think Spy Family was the weakest one on this list. Yeah. But, yeah. I I think Shonen always do kind of have an edge on this one, because Shonen do follow the rules of good character design pretty strictly because they have to be able to sell merchandise of their series in order to stay like a top selling franchise. Yeah. And I have always pointed out that good figures come from good character designs and Demon Slayer gets a lot of good figures. Although fun fact, uh, something I've recently learned, if you really want to buy a Demon Slayer figure, but you feel like it's a little too expensive, just wait until it hits the aftermarket. They always tank in prices. Always. There has not been a single Demon Slayer whose aftermarket price has been higher than its retail. They always tank. Interesting. So yeah, if there's a Demon Slayer scale figure that you really want, and you're just like, oof, I don't know if I want to spend 20,000 yen on it. Just wait. It'll drop to 13,000 yen. I guarantee it. All right. So, fun fact. But yay, congrats on winning Best Character Design. Yeah. <laughs> so, next next one. It's your turn. Oh, shit, for reals? Yeah. I thought, oh, man, I... <laughs> it's because we I, had back-to-back -back Demon Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I'm, I have, I'm not even drunk. I only had one drink. That's not nearly enough. I had one drink, but supposedly it's the same volume as a glass and a half of wine, so... Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Best original anime. The winner was Licorice Recoil. I'm okay with this. I'm I'm okay with this. I'm glad it won something. Yeah. I I think it was actually well deserved. I think the nominee list on this was kinda weak, I'm not gonna lie. Well, I, I mean look look at this. It was <laughs> up against fucking 
healer girl. Yeah. I think this was a really weak list. Uh, I think that that did work in Licorice Recoil's favor. One, I do think it's well-deserved. Two, I think if Cyberpunk had been on the list, it probably would have won. Yeah. So I do think it was in Licorice Recoil's best interest that this list was kind of mid. But I do think that it deserves this win either way. It does. Like, I I love Licorice Recoil. I did vote for it for Anime of the Year, mm-hmm. however, and I would have loved to for it to have actually won Anime of the Year. Yeah. I can accept this one. Yeah, I do I do think this was a good win for it, and I think Licorice Recoil fans should be happy. So moving on to Anime of the Year, and drum roll, please. That's about your, your best you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> words. I, I do words good. <laughs> the envelope, please. <laughs> we, we don't have an envelope. Here, just rip a paper. <gasps> there we go. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. I can't. It's... Oh, my God. Come up to the stage. It's it's Cyberpunk Edgerunners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy. Okay. Honestly, though, I think this one did earn it. It's fine. Yeah. It's it's fine. I'm. It's a solid choice. At yeah. least at least it wasn't Attack on Titan. We need to watch it. <laughs> I'm so happy it wasn't Attack on Titan. Yeah. Honestly, thank God. Also, I would like to point out because for some reason this is a thing that everybody says every year about these awards. They're just like. Uh, it's just gonna go to a Crunchyroll anime. When has the anime of the year ever been a Crunchyroll? Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. One. Yeah. <laughs> I literally think that's it. Every every other time. Look look at the other winners. Is, we had Made in Abyss. Made in Abyss. Uh, uh, Devilman Crybaby. Yeah. We had... Uh, oh, I'm trying to think of what the other ones were. Uh, I know Demon Slayer was one of them. What was last year's? Last year's was Attack on Titan. Oh, last year, okay, so two, yeah. Attack on so Titan two. And, and Demon Slayer. Yeah, but I think literally every other year it's been an anime not from Crunchyroll. Uh, yeah. So I think this is Netflix's third... No, this is Netflix's second win. Yeah. For some reason I was thinking Violet Evergarden won, but it was nominated the same year as... Devil Man. Yeah. So it did not win. But yeah, so congratulations, Cyberpunk. We will watch this anime. <laughs> I swear to I God. Will, I will watch you. I've seen clips from it. It looks amazing. It looks great. And yeah, like I, I just haven't gotten around. To I haven't played the it. game, so. I have played the game. So. I want to go and do another playthrough of the game because my first playthrough of the game, I basically went the hacking route yeah where i could just literally hack opponents into their own you know brains frying them to death (laughs) (laughs) and this next playthrough i want to go just full-on strength and just punch people to death (laughs) you know the exact opposite so yeah we would really love to congratulate anime of the year winner bochi the rock from the trending anime award. (laughs) Bochi the Rock swept it. Yeah. Congratulations, Bochi. Bochi the Rock sweep. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe next year since... Watch as next year Crunchyroll just forgets the whole, like, 
three season rule and they the fourth season this year just gets neglected again yeah <laughs> they just forget yeah <laughs> so yeah congratulations to cyberpunk to, congratulations winners i guess yeah congratulations to everybody that you. was in a race of six people you. and got first through sixth place you you earned our salt <laughs> congratulations on yeah, basically winning a race where nobody participated. Yeah. So. There we go. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening, you guys. Bye. Bye.